listening to Charge Podcast, episode 74. I'm your host, Owen Williams, and joining me today is your co-host... I'm Zach Grosser. And I'm Frederica Monti. We're going to talk about tech under the hood. Actually, there's so many good things this week. It's insane. Like, Tell us about it. I feel like every day has been something insane. Just it, has, for, it has been, you're right, yeah. Like, it's it's been like Monday, antitrust day, Tuesday, something else. And so, I guess that's the first thing we should talk about probably facebook earnings it's facebook yeah hey, but like isn't that weird because isn't it like the time of year where there's not too usually much nothing going on yeah people it's, are on oh, holidays yeah. it's like what what's it called in english i don't know in dutch it's called cucumber time <laughs> what what i don't even know if there's a word in english yes. that's cucumber, cucumber time, time. it yes. sounds like a really bad picnic like i, don't I know. like cucumbers I hate cucumbers. I'm going to take this out of the podcast. Yeah. I like no, no, cucumbers. No, no, I sound like an that. idiot. No, it was perfect. Zach likes cucumbers. Okay. I hate them. but um, <laughs> Cats only, also hate them. Only when they're spicy, I like them. But, um... <clears throat> okay. Under the uh, no, but, like, the, it's called cucumber time. And it's the kind of time where the newspapers have, like, idiot... Like... Oh. Uh, I found it. That's clickbait. <laughs> Is it because farmers always grow, like... Oh, this is the largest cucumber, you know? Maybe, I don't know. Because that happens in the U.S. a lot when there's no news. Like, local news stations will do, like, exactly. look at this 80-pound pumpkin. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> That's exactly what happens, right? There's nothing to report on. People are on holiday. People are, like, feeling hot and shit because it's, like, it's hot. 100 degrees in, today. In this room and in every room. And not even exaggerated. <laughs> like, it is a fucking... It's literally 100 degrees. It's yeah. insane. So, nobody, so, to be clear, if we sound incoherent, nobody has slept. Um, yeah, for, for, for like, like four days. Yeah, it's just horrible. Anyway, and so and, hot coffee. <laughs> and everyone listening is probably like, well, why don't you just turn the air conditioner on? It doesn't exist. There's none. Europe doesn't have air conditioning. I'm just hoping yeah. that by the time that we publish this episode, it's not this hot anymore. Ugh. So if you're listening and it's not hot, you've made it. You made it through the heat wave. Yeah. So we should add a little like song to this and call it like the the heat wave complaint section. <laughs> yeah, now we'll move on. From well, oh and I'm also God. like, there's people that listen to this podcast on the other side of the planet uh, yeah. where it's winter right now. Oh, yes. <laughs> In New Zealand. Anyway, so. Facebook. But isn't it weird that there's so much like reporting on yeah. this? Why is that? It's because um, anything that uh, everybody feels tends to get covered a lot because people Google it a lot. Okay. But are we so talking like, about Facebook or the heat wave? Well, just we're talking Facebook. about heat. Okay, oh, great. Shit, I'm talking about the heat wave, yes, but see. also Facebook. Okay, I'm gonna. So you can just rewind on all of that. Facebook. No, I'm gonna keep it all in. <laughs> okay. So <laughs> Facebook had well, earnings this week, and it did not go well for them. <laughs> It's an understatement. Um, no, it was just, I, I actually just wanted to have it as a footnote even on the podcast. It was just really fascinating because we've been talking about what's happening with Facebook over a number of episodes. And like, it wasn't the worst earnings ever, to be clear. They made a lot of money. It's still an increase yeah. of 40% year over year. It's like a lot of money. A revenue? Yes. Yeah. But the biggest thing that was kind of buried in all of this is the company, the service actually shrunk. Base. Well, like it shrunk in some places. Um, and growth has stalled. And the most fascinating thing that we saw... So they had this crazy slide. I'll embed it in the show notes. It's like this bar chart of their growth over the years. And, like, Europe went down. <laughs> like, this never happens right. anywhere. And and it's notable because it's it's not just, like, they lost 1 million. It's they yeah. lost also the 8 million that they usually quarter get. over quarter growth. Yeah. So they, really they lost, like, 8 or 9 million yeah. because those growth numbers and have that, always been going up. Yeah, it was fascinating. 
they can go up forever, right? I mean, Correct. there's only so many eyeballs you can. What's fascinating though is like, so Europe is technically not saturated, really. Like, if you look at the population of Europe versus the amount of Facebook users, I think it's like there's still room for growth. Whereas in America, it is saturated. And like Europe went two, the opposite yeah. direction. That's the weird thing. It's like Europe is rest of world almost. And there is a really interesting sci-fi plot in this Ooh. thing. <laughs> what is it? That like Facebook has so many people that are watching Facebook. Yeah. That they are making more bodies to watch oh, their no. Facebook. Uh, <laughs> oh god! It's this, like the Matrix. It's like Silicon Valley. They like hire a bunch of people to like make fake accounts on their. Yeah. I mean, I I almost believe it, but that's the extreme version. It's like why bother with that people when you've farm got bots? For oh my god! Okay. Look, Sorry, I'm getting a bit. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I mean, I wouldn't put it past them in the earliest days. Let's just put it out there. But look, here's the thing. It's fascinating. Um. I think there's been a lot of stories that are like, it actually really bothered me seeing the coverage of this because a lot of stories are like, Facebook shit caught up with them. But it's actually like, so the the share price fell really heavily. Like it was like the biggest loss overnight in US history in the stock market. They lost $110 billion, yeah, I believe. It's even more, I think, in the end. But it was a lot of, it was 20% of the whole company's shares wiped out overnight, which I think will come back. <clears throat> That's the reality of Facebook because they own so much shit. But all of the stories are like, Facebook shit caught up with this, with it. But it's not actually the case. The, yeah. the bummer right. about it is investors haven't given a damn about, like, any of this. And, like, every... Even, like, Cambridge Analytica it was still going up. Right. And you're like, what? And the reality is, actually, what's happened is investors finally realize that what Frederica said is true, actually, is there's no more growth. Like, well, there's growth, but it's all slow. Like, right. you're not going to see 10 12% <clears throat> anymore. It'll be, like, 1%. Or it'll go down sometimes. Right, because they, they released that they have like 2.5 billion yeah. people use one of their... The face, it's a new the Facebook family. So yeah. that's, that's I think, the most powerful thing from all of this is they... It shows how desperate they are to save face that they had to reveal um, Facebook's family metric, which is how many people look in one of the apps over every day. Yeah. And that's a lot of people, 2.5 billion. That's across Instagram, WhatsApp, Messenger... And whatever other shit, right? I so don't even of, know what else. So it includes all of the apps. And that's a big number. I mean, it's impressive. But it's it says a lot that they trotted it out now. But this thing, um, they seem to be very proud of it, right? But yeah. at some point, it's going to be... It's a liability. It's not really that cool anymore. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not really cool to be this massive company that owns everything, right? Yeah. Everybody Open likes market. an underdog story. Yeah, that too. But also, like, is it good to have a monopoly? Well, uh, according to Zach, no. there's no monopoly. So. Okay. But yeah, I mean, I, just to go back to that real quick of like, when we saw him be questioned by the government mm. here, mm-hmm. it was, don't you think you're a monopoly? And I think Congress also asked that. Yeah. And well, he deflected by saying they, the top apps, there's like 30 apps on people's phones, but he did not mention that eight of them are from Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> and that, like... Saying it's not a monopoly is only a thing a person would say who is actually leading a monopoly. Yeah, it's right. really hard, though, because I think that lawmakers struggle to understand it. Because unlike things like Android, which we'll talk about in a minute, it's really hard to put a face on Facebook's monopoly because it is actually, like, it's so many brands. Like, it's actually so many separate brands. Like, Instagram is so independ- independent that it seems like it's another company. Like, it seems like it's... Yeah. Yeah. This is what I'm saying, is I think that lawmakers struggle to actually grasp that, like, WhatsApp is 
actually really driven by Facebook at this point. Right. Um, and I think they struggle to understand the impact of that because they see it as diversified. Yeah. But it's not. Oh, interesting. It's not. I mean, yeah. you can literally say it's a monopoly as a result, a direct result of how Facebook talks about it now. It's like, oh, it's very convenient that you say it's not a monopoly and now you're giving the metric that all your users are using all your apps. It's really uh, interesting. Yeah. Like, I thought we learned our lesson about using metrics that were based on active users. Yeah, like, well, Twitter did. Uh, yeah, tw- <laughs> yeah. Well, it's because Wall Street wanted Twitter to be Facebook. Actually, Snapchat was the final example yeah. of that. Yeah, like Snapchat stopped growing completely just when it went public, and they like their biggest mistake was nailing their growth to that. Right. When they should have made it about actually how much time people spend in Snapchat. Yeah, exactly. It's, so. It shouldn't be necessarily about how many people are using it, but yeah. the quality. Yeah, exactly. I think Facebook's going to have a lot of trouble with actually Apple in the near, near future. Like, I think they're going to really struggle with the um, the time well spent stuff, and I think that's actually going to hurt them a lot. Especially, it depends on... I mean, Apple has always been having a stance on a lot of things, and I have a feeling that time well spent, if it continues forward, might actually come with an opinion on some apps right or yeah. like some types of apps it's like you'll set up the iphone and by default social networking will be blocked after an hour like right. i could see tim cook having that stance yeah and honestly i don't i don't disagree i don't blame them yeah <laughs> but, but it's a big problem so we might see maybe facebook try to do a phone again in the next couple of years i wouldn't put it past them no. i actually think that we'll start seeing them abuse the app store rules really fast uh, in the near future yeah. like fast and loose because they've already tried it there was a thing a few years ago um, I think we talked about it on this before, where they tried to, they tested on people to see how much bullshit they would put up with to try and use Facebook. And it was like, people would go 22 steps to get the Facebook app to work on their phones. So they could basically get people to download the Facebook app outside of the app store, even if it was a huge pain in the ass, people were that down for it. It's crazy. Yeah. And so I think that will be a problem. Just just go back real quick. The Europe numbers declined, and we didn't really talk about it today, but we've talked about it in yeah, the newsletter yeah. and last time, but GDPR was probably yeah. the cause. I think it was um, one of many signals right. for Europeans. I think GDPR was the direct outcome. Like it's a, I actually think it's a victory for GDPR in a way that like um, everything that happened uh, with Cambridge Analytica and all those things, that was the, the GDPR was the reminder to delete it and I think I, I know a lot of people who deleted it I did but I know other people who have um, and I mean the sad thing is you can't escape it like I use messenger so I'm still just I'm, I'm now in like the Facebook family metric <laughs> um, but yeah it's just fascinating to like consider that maybe Europe was successful I mean we'll never really know what was attributable but it's fascinating that so both Europe and U- US have stagnated like Europe went backwards US is the same Right. Um, rest of the world still grew. And that's like, which is important to be clear about that. Like, Facebook isn't dying. It still went up in numbers. Um, it was just down somewhat. And they missed right. their own expectations. That's the other thing to note is like, it was lower than expected. I think, yeah. Well, and correct me if I'm wrong, they're still trying to bring more internet to more people. They just sh- oh, they shut down their, was it a drone program? What yeah, was yeah. It? The, the plane drone. The plane thing. drone thing. But now they're going satellites. But secretly as well. It's like always dodgy with them. It's like always through sub companies that don't want anyone to know. They're writing counselors and like using shell companies to hide it. It's like, Jesus. Like, nobody gives a shit about your shitty satellite. Just do it. Like I think a lot of people give a shit. Yeah, okay. They're but gonna... they want to compete with SpaceX while launching it on a SpaceX rocket. That's why they're keeping it secret. 
That's interesting. So, look, let's move on from Facebook. I feel like we talked about it too much in the last weeks. Um, but we should talk about Android and competition because that is some crazy bullshit. Um, um, so on Monday, European Union actually issued the biggest fine on record for antitrust. I think it was, the, yeah, it was the biggest fine on record. It was about five point something billion. Was this the thing where Trump was like, tweeting about as well yeah google is a problem that needs to be stopped but there's many uh weird nuances to that whole thing it's weird like he was happy that europe's punishing them for some reason <laughs> like it was such I a strange he, wasn't happy about he it. no he really doesn't like the tech companies like he he will happily punish them it's really fascinating to see it's mostly because of that weird tech panel that happened yeah, he's got like a ask, grudge is it because of the tech panel because yeah. everyone will like I'm pretty sure Google actually wasn't one of the ones that left it as well. Him and Zuck stayed in it. <laughs> oh, anyway. Who is still on it? No, but I think it dissolved in the end because like 30 of them left. Because yeah, they all got awful PR for it. Yeah, it was terrible. But uh, besides this, so Europe issued this fine on Android and their claim was basically that it, um, it's anti-competitive. And for a number of reasons they say that, but the actual core of the topic is... So they own a lot of the market in Europe. Like, Android phones are just fucking everywhere here. I actually had no idea how big it was. Like, iPhone has less than... I think it's... I'm going to have to check this. Um, I'm going to check it now because I should... Yeah. I, well, and I think there's, like, there's the metrics versus, like, perception. And, mm. like, walking around, I have noticed just in the past six months, I'm seeing more iPhones than I saw mm-hmm. when I was here a couple of years ago. So I think Apple is gaining ground here, but that's yeah. just from personal observation that's not based on a metric so i don't really know but it just seems like there's more iphones now in the netherlands i think the breakdown is crazy i think it's 80 percent android and it's to do with price you think so i think there's yeah. also this element of like the people that want it's... so there's there's price that's like a whole market wow. but the people who want the latest phone like it's hard to get a pixel 2 here yeah Still. but so like this is uh Worse maybe is an Apple way store. way off topic here but, yeah um What's been really big in Europe uh, is actually weirdly Nokia, because Nokia makes pure Android phones that ship with Project Treble, which gets updates. I know so many people with those phones, and they're two hundred eighty dollars. Mm. They're like really impressive phones, and I know that people. So what I've noticed is people, when they break their screen, tend to just buy one of those, and then just wait out whatever fucking flagship. Interesting. So I just googled uh, the thing in Europe. It's seventy four percent Android. In Europe. And so there's a lot of reasons for this. I think um, it's really interesting. But the lawsuit, what and obviously. What is Europe even? Hmm? Like, what is Europe? European Union. Is it European Union? Or yeah. is it like Europe, the greater area? No, it's European <laughs> Union. Right. Uh, Europe, the greater area is highest, even. It's like 80 something. Yeah, that's because so there's also a lot of countries in Europe, yeah. the greater area, that aren't that wealthy. Yeah, exactly. And you're not gonna buy. A super expensive phone if you can also buy mm-hmm. a reasonable priced android oh phone, yeah right? 300 dollars one well and i also think the context of apple sells their devices for more money in europe yeah. is that so yeah yeah significantly yeah. so like, like 30 percent. yeah if you look at the if you go to the like the british uh apple oh, website yeah. and go to check out and then it's convert crazy. that from pounds to us dollars it's it's a significant difference. Here, yeah, so here on average it's 30. I think in the UK it's even more because of the GBP uh, fluctuations. They yeah. put safety net in it. So I I still buy most Apple shit in the US if I buy it. Like, we bought iPads in the US because it was so much cheaper. Yeah. Um, and it's to do with VAT and Apple's, like, tax. They always just, like, punish 
anybody who's not their country basically for like the currency fluctuations it's like in new zealand it's almost 40 percent at some point um, well i know they they also get taxed just importing it yeah exactly so, like, i mean there's they a just lot, pass it's, that lo- it's also too. logistics like i yeah. get it there's a lot of things that happen but this is all besides the point i guess so what happened with the european union is with 80 percent of the market obviously they're going to start looking and um they basically issued the fine because what google does android is open source and there's this whole weird nuance to this android is like open source thing that you can use if you're a phone manufacturer but like with like 12 asterisks on it and so if you want the google play store which is the thing that where all the apps are (laughs) uh, where you actually are contractually bound to a include google search uh b include google chrome and c include 30 something other apps like basically you have to it's a google bundle that if you get the play store you get all of these apps and this this is where the nuance comes into it and the it gets really like muddy so i'll just like be very fast but android like the base build like the open source thing is called aosp and like it has a whole bunch of apps it has a messaging app it has like a music app what they don't tell you is that these are so shit and haven't been updated in so long they actually have been just like picking off each one from aosp and moving it into like the google apps and so like the calendar app if you would get like pure android is like this not it looks like 2006 like gotcha. it's this gray bezel thing and then like the google apps version is like this lovely blue material design animations and like they've been they just did the calendar recently um moved into the core google apps thing and so google ta- uh, sorry europe takes issue with this basically they say that manufacturers a should be okay so manufacturers should be allowed to load whatever the bullshit they want on the phone and change the defaults and they think that uh they shouldn't be allowed to contractually oblige google uh, Google shouldn't be allowed to contractually oblige them to like include all these apps to get the Play Store. Now, okay, now we got all of that out. It's like, it's a weird problem. I actually don't disagree. I don't disagree with the ruling, but I don't agree with it. Yeah, that's what I was about to ask you. It's like, how do you do? You, do you think they should pay? And what do you think the alternative should be? I think there needs to be a middle ground. I think it's really unfair. Um, I actually think that the outcome of this fine, if it goes through the way it is is really bad for the consumer for two reasons. One, that um, it actually... So we're in a duopoly. That's a problem. I get it. Um, but it's also the reality. And so if Google has to unbundle everything, you're going to get like this weird outcome where Nokia will build all this bullshit on their phones and bundle all these shitty apps. Like we used to see like 10 years ago, you'll get a fucking search bar probably from uh, ask.com, ask Jeeves. Uh, oh, no. But you know what I mean? Like, they want to make more money. That's all it is. And they don't give a fuck. They'll probably bundle, like, Firefox, whatever edition included as From well. old version. Yeah, yeah, and, like, some adware. And I think that is the outcome. And what will happen as a byproduct of that is Apple will get stronger. Yes. And I think you end up with a different monopoly by accident. Right. And so why, why is Google facing this, not Apple? Is it just because of that 74% so penetration? I think so. And I think it's actually an unfair ruling because of that. Like, Apple doesn't let you set the defaults on your phone. And I think that's just as much of a problem as this is. Like, it's not fair that on an iPhone, you can't even change a mail app. Like, you can, but it's always going to launch an Apple's one. Right, yeah. And that's, like, where the nuances of this get really strange. Is like, Google. the only way for Google to compete with such a crazy ecosystem of, like, 30 phone manufacturers is by doing this. They have to do it. Yeah, it's also because otherwise the quality is going to be so... Like, it, yeah. someone has to yeah. keep the quality in check, right? Right. And this is 
of course Apple's whole spiel. Yes, exactly. Um, but Apple has the benefit is, of owning the whole chain. Yeah, but and I also I personally really like that. Maybe that's yeah. why I'm still yeah like uh, on still. That's why I have my iPhone. Mm-hmm. Um, and there, for instance, uh, my partner he switched to mm-hmm. Android as well. And someone asked him like, why why are you an Android? And mm. he's like, yeah, you can customize everything and. Personally, I don't want that mm. because personalization for me also means that there is room for bullshit to happen. Well, it's just as well. like too many buttons. <laughs> yeah, like. But I'll counter that by saying like personalization. I do agree can go too far, but choice is important. And yeah, like okay. being able to delete the mail app and change the way that a mail button opens is like kind of. A, I think that should be like I don't care if Apple doesn't add options, but yeah. you should be able to choose your defaults. That's yeah, crazy. yeah. That that seems a bit like unfriendly actually. well it's like a good example is like chrome is on ios but it uses safari underneath like this is like fucking microsoft level shit so so do you think this forces google to close their platform i or or, or create like two versions of android yeah. the like open source one like chromium where yeah it's just like here's the thing without all of the extra cool features we build yeah I think. and then we've got our private version yeah like, i think so does this encourage two apples rather than two googles like yeah i actually think what will happen there's two outcomes i actually think google might win on appeal so i think they have a really good chance and i think that this is like the most ironic thing of all time for google amazon might save them uh (laughs) and it's really strange but um why i think google's entire defense should focus on the fact that um so europe's argument is nobody can succeed competing with anybody because google blocks them out yeah but forgets to look in Amazon's direction. The world's number one tablet right now on the market is the Amazon Fire tablet. It runs Android. It doesn't come with any of the Google apps. Oh, that's interesting. It's a fully customized fork based on the open source version with their own Play Store from Amazon. Oh, fuck. Yeah, because I was thinking, you say, like, this is going to make people go back to Apple or go to Apple or whatever. But, yeah. but there's also opening up space for a new competitor yeah there. but that's because the at some point people are like fuck you and your yeah and your play store i'm gonna make my own fucking yeah. play store well that's the funny thing is um if anything that's why the european union's argument is wrong because it exists yeah um and that's the whole principle is like if you get the google play store you have to use you have to include the things that we give you for free in order to make the experience up to our standard and then, like, Amazon has, the, has, like, the Amazon Fire Store. They sell fucking billions of these tablets. Like I just I just Googled Amazon Fire Tablet. Yeah. The first link had it for 100 euros. Yeah, it's cheap. I clicked on the Amazon link, $49. Yeah, it's very cheap. Yeah, I've That's seen, amazing. I've They're actually them great. selling them, like, in a bundle, like, 10 yeah. of them. Like, yeah, yeah. Buy yeah. a box of Fire Tablets. Just give them to your family for Christmas. Everyone like will have candy. one. But That's it's crazy because it doesn't have access to the Play Store. It's only got Amazon stuff. It doesn't use any of the Google apps. And, like, Europe, Europe's argument is just, like, completely null in my mind because that exists. I want to... Yeah. Like, I mean, then there's, like, it gets deeper because then you're like, okay, but the only reason it exists is because it's Amazon. <laughs> but... Right. But we, it still I exists. we talked about this in the last couple episodes. of like, there's just a couple giant yeah. companies doing everything. Bang. And it's not good. Yeah. I, it's, it's just really interesting to consider, though. I just think I, it's, like, unfair. I think that Google should change some things. But, oh, you, you actually asked the question, like, what's the alternative? Like, what happens if they have to bund- unbundle all of this? And they, according to the ruling right now, have to do it within six months, right? Like, Oof, that sucks. And so Google's reaction was, like, well, actually, Android is open. 
and also uh, we're going to close it if you if you do this. And I think that's where this gets nuanced. Is I basically think we'll see them double down on Pixel even harder and just screw everybody that exists. Like, like I, the ultimate yeah. outcome of this is fine. Nobody can have the abs then. And then they just sell a lot of Pixel hardware. Yeah, I think they're like accidentally creating another Apple. They make, yeah, I think it gets. I actually think it gets worse from here. Like, That's I really. That's a show title. <laughs> yeah, I think like there's a lot of problems with the way that Android works, and like I don't want to dig too deep into all of that. But I think that the the big thing here is what they're hoping for is like a third operating system to emerge as a result. But like so many people have tried, and it's just really hard to build that. Well, remind me again. Did did Microsoft did Microsoft stop? building phones yes yeah they acquired nokia water noises yeah. interject exactly but i'm melting I'm yeah i get it's it. also melting so um I'm, I'm guessing your brains are also we're towards the end i'm good um okay so microsoft acquired nokia they were really in the game and even microsoft couldn't nice make hardware. it work i yeah. actually really like the lumia hardware was lovely it was that crazy polycarbonate stuff it was really cool to the top it was really nice but they, they just they nailed the fun aspect of it. The, oh, like, yeah. Little elements of delight with the like colors. I actually and... really loved the way the operating system worked. Like the animations were crazy. It was like woo. I felt like it was maybe like a couple years behind, just yeah. like in performance. So that was the problem. I actually think Windows Phone was ahead of its time in terms of what it could do. Right. So like the mail app was the first one with unified email, and then you could click through to people, and it would aggregate from every service connected to your phone, add all the photos, like actually sort it out. And if you click into like Zach. I could see your Twitter updates in your contact. That's cool. And then I could see, like, I loved that stuff. I mean, but the problem was they rebranded it and, like, it was just, like, done in a Steve Ballmer way. They launched it as Windows Mobile 7 and then they're like, no, 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 it's Windows Phone Mobile 7. And then, and then so they acquired, they worked with Nokia on the launch handsets, announced them, and then they came out eight months later. And then they rebranded it to Windows Phone 8. And then it was Windows 8 phone edition <laughs> I, I, I hear you but like <laughs> Samsung has done all of those things yeah I mean they, there's yeah. the Samsung Galaxy tablet Galaxy I, edition I don't even know man their branding is Galaxy not... brand edition I'm waiting for that <laughs> that thing like, uh, but I will say that I think Microsoft is actually planning to get back into it um, what they're quietly doing with Windows 10 right now is they're actually re, um, they're building, uh, rebuilding the whole stack right now um, and you can buy they have one reference device out there you can buy a windows phone that you dock and it actually runs as a desktop yeah we've talked about this before yeah and it's really interesting that they're quietly doing this so i think you this know what the problem with all these things is yeah. everything is so ugly yeah Indeed. i'm sorry i can't like seriously like those nokia phones they are fun but i would never no buy exactly one. the original ones were beautiful by the way the uh like the ones before they started doing windows phones the Mego ones I thought their interface yeah. design was pretty interesting with the big blocks and the and the uh, yellow and yeah. stuff. Yeah. Did you ever see Mego? That's my favorite operating system that like died in a fire. Um, it was it was fa- it was. Is that the thing that I'm talking about? Because no, that's no OneNote Phone. So they switched from that. Nokia built this crazy operating system called Mego. Uh, I think it's Mego. Um, Keep talking about what you're talking. Yeah, please do. <laughs> I'm just going to Google this and I'll Sorry, show you. He's just changing the subject. I wanted to hear what you said about it. Well, I want to show her this because I actually think it was really interesting. But continue. But for instance, like all the Samsung phones, mm-hmm. they are so extremely ugly. Yeah. Like why do they have to be pink all? Like, and I know. Purple and like it actually really shiny sells. and like 
maybe it's just not my aesthetic, but I I don't yeah. So I think a lot of that is for. So I think it's a lot of it is for China. I really do. And so like Apple this but year is no apparently one, planning eight colors. I see so many here in Europe as well. Yeah, like, that's true. It's so, a, it's the most popular handset, right? Isn't Samsung sell the most phones? Yes. Yeah. In Europe, yeah. No, no, period. Oh, period. Yeah, I think so. A billion. When I think of Samsung, I immediately think of the lady phone they at some point started doing, and it felt like they took oh, yeah. that thing, the lady phone, and made it their brand. Wait, I don't know what the lady phone oh, is. Oh, my God. Just oh Google it. it was, it's atrocious. Yeah. and they. It sounds sexist, is yes. all I'm hearing. Samsung is just, like, it completely tone deaf. It had flowers on it. It had, like, a period tracker on there with flowers on it. Oh, yeah. It was, like... I remember everything about this now. And they had the worst event for it, too. They they brought out like all these women and they were like we are women we have women at samsung it was just like so like tech for girls yeah it was Weird. so insane oh and they also had this one i think every phone should come with a period tracker though that, that yeah oh man so for yeah. showing one with got rhinestones on it yes it looks like an ugly cheap watch so i want to just like this. go back to the original nokia just for five seconds because that was just before so Microsoft actually murdered the third OS, basically, because they had their own. Right. They acquired Nokia, which had its own, and it was good. It was well, like but- it looked like this, and I'll put it in the show notes because it's really interesting. It was the first one with no buttons and only gesture interface. So to do everything, it was a swipe. The whole thing was a touchscreen. Um, so it was just ahead of its time. And then they changed to this one, which is what Freddie is talking about, the really like crazy, blocky, weird... I, re- I like the aesthetics more f- from the first one, yeah. which is like really squared off. Yeah, I'll embed the video of it um, because it's fascinating to watch. It's just like this crazy, everything is gestures. You have to like, to kill apps, you swipe up out of them. It's literally everything that the iPhone is. But you know what I think is interesting oh. about Apple? What? With, with their aesthetics. Usually when a new phone comes out and I see it on a screen, I'm yeah. like, yuck. Yeah, I agree. And then I see it in real life and I touch it and I'm like, Yes. Yeah, I, I agree. I, they're not very like lately. They haven't done a good job of like the rendering or something. They I all look super no, glossy just, or something. Well, they they do some really good job on the rendering because yeah. remember how good the uh, Logitech pe- pencil looked. Yes. Oh yeah. Okay, that, that was cool. iPad education yeah. event, and then like in person, I was like, oh, yeah, it's not. It's not that, that nice. Cool. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but Apple nails that. Like it's always more stunning in real life. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean they're. They're a hardware company, and they really nail it. And, like, the hand feel of an iPhone is still, mm. like, the reason I'll probably switch back. Because, so, to oh, be yeah. honest, you all have, like, those Pixel phones. And I think they look very good in the press material. But I don't really like how they age. It's all swipe between apps and stuff. Anyway, so, yeah. Um, I don't, yeah, I don't like how they age. I actually disagree with Zach. I prefer the hand feel of the Pixel. But that's a whole other take. Um, well, I like it, the hand feel. I've been a reviewer for too long. But I, I like the weight of the iPhone more. I wish they would just, like, add weight to the Pixel. But I like that it's, like, lighter and doesn't feel like it will you, break. You want but it to be heavier, gonna... but you like that it's lighter. Well, I like that the materials aren't, like, insane. Wow, I miss weird phones. There was a great Quartz article about this. It's like Apple killed crazy phones. Yeah, that's true. Because everybody went uniform and like copies Apple. For, for context, I just showed a lady phone from made by Samsung. And it's the one with the two rows of, um, what's it called, digits? Yeah. Next to each other instead of three rows. Oh, my God. You know when we were still texting by like... It's insane. What is that called again? T9 or something? Yeah. Oh, T9. my God. I had to use that the other day on a device. And I was like, how do... How? how? <laughs> 
Wait, do you I remember s- earlier this year Nokia was going to re-release the Matrix phone? Yeah, yes, they did. I want it. I want it too. Yeah. Did they re-release? I think it? it's in is Europe. It the you banana can buy phone? it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah the, the one that slid out. So I miss cool. weird phones. I really do. Like just weird shit. Nokia had all those crazy I mean, phones with double slide outs. We're like, we're seeing this with just color alone. Like yeah. Apple went, okay, it's white or space gray, which is really silver or darker yeah. silver. And Google was like, we made the button orange. Yeah. And people were like, I need that phone. Yeah, and so exactly. Now, now we're going to see the opposite. I think Apple will go more color. They're going to get more playful. They did it with the Apple Watch Band, I think. It's like mm-hmm. a t- dip their That's phone back in the... They also that, did the plastic one, right, at some point? Oh, I missed... That was actually the coolest phone. I loved oh, it. Oh, the 5 But then they had that weird Crocs case. Like, the weird one with the holes in it. Like, yeah. you would put it on, it would be two colors. <laughs> I like it. I think that's smart. And yeah. I think they they had that level of fun with the iPod. Mm. Yes. They had all the fun colors, yeah. and every generation they had different shades. I think of those they lost colors. that actually along still, the way. Yeah. I still feel that my favorite iPhone is the iPod. Yeah. So my favorite iPhone is the iPod. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. yeah. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember? I mean, we can go even further back. The clamshell. Yeah. The colored clamshell. I miss, lap, I miss laptops. Flat, flip shell flip phones as well. Like that. Oh shit. my god. Yeah. Oh my god, yeah, the desktop computer. The aqua colors, I think it was. Yeah, yeah. Because I had the iMac with the handle, the colored one. Hey, I can't wait to get back into like the aesthetic with the the plastic as see through. I love love that. Oh, it's going to come back. I actually think that it won't be Apple that does it, but I think somebody will be insane. Like, I think Google's hardware team is insane enough to do that shit now. Like, I think the next Pixel will be weird. Yeah, I hope so. Like, I think it'll be weird. Do you remember the Game Boy with the semi translucent? Yeah. I saw a cover for this for the Switch. Oh my god, really? yeah, I saw that as well. Yeah. It's, it's actually pretty, pretty easy vi- to put on there, yeah. yeah. This is a very visual episode of our audio. Yeah, podcast. we'll put a lot of <laughs> we'll put all our like uh retrospectives in the show notes. Um But I also think a lot of people will recognize a lot of these yeah. things that we're talking about. I think so. I think it's really hard. So. They're so iconic. Or we're just old. Um let's see. We got on kind of a tangent from that. No, that's great. Google I mean EU. look, I think <laughs> this is something to pay attention to. It's really hard to have a take on it because it's quite complex. Um, and it's developing and we don't know anything yet like Europe was like you bad and now Google's like no and then now we have to wait and see what happens they're like we're gonna throw a billion dollars at lawyers exactly Um, let's segue into the final thing which is a new segment because I'm very sweaty right now and so (laughs) uh, it's called hot takes it's very hot in this room so it's relevant hot hot Um, takes this is a new section where we're going to play some game show music over me doing this in a weird game show voice (laughs) Uh-huh. Would it be really uh, funny if I didn't put yeah, any music I know. in? <laughs> it's like me awkwardly. So we're going to do that. And what we're going to do is each week towards the end, we always have heaps of stuff that we want to cram in and it just ends up long. And so everybody's allowed to bring one piece of news. And you must... So we'll explain the news and then you must react to it in the tweet that you would reply to yeah. the person tweeting about that. I, the way I frame it is like, if Owen tweeted this, how would I reply in a tweet? So it's just like the tweet segment. It's Twitter, IRL. Anyway, so hot takes. Um, I'll start with a piece of news. I, you have to explain it in less than 30 seconds, I think. Okay. is also important. Um, so my piece of news this week is Stripe announced this crazy new thing. Um, it's basically an API for building a bank. Um, it's called issuing, and essentially it's an API that lets you generate both physical and virtual credit cards uh as a service and so like there's all this weird shit that i think can happen as a result of this existing it's like before you had to go to visa and negotiate and like do all these things now it's like i want credit cards spin them up and it's really interesting what is your take 
I don't think this is anything special. Ooh. I think that this has existed in other companies do this. I think that Stripe is good at marketing. Oh, yeah. Can everyone be Bunk now? <laughs> oh, my God. Or Revolut. <laughs> <laughs> so Bunk is a Dutch bank that is bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, that's but the they're, they're like the internet bank. You see them everywhere now. Oh, now yeah. everyone can literally be an internet bank. Yeah. So well, that's what's really cool about it. I think like is that if cool? you hate your market, like if you hate the options in your market, and this is my take. Are we you going hate... to multiple tweets? Is that what's happening? No, this is my tweet. <laughs> this is a threat. I, this is my tweet. So if you if you hate like your local banks, you can literally just make something like with credit cards. I think it's cool for that reason. It's alone. cool. I, the industry is evolving. Look, the actual use case. And I'm done because uh, I'm cheating already. Yes. <laughs> the actual I've got like a buzzer going <laughs> in my head, back in my head. Um, the actual use case is more interesting for companies. Issue employee credit cards, restrict them on the fly. Uh, blah 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 blah. I think that's cool. Okay, next topic, Zach. Lenovo is making a Google Assistant display, so it's like a it's like a speaker display combo to go in your kitchen, to go in your bedroom. What's your take? Okay, I've got the take because I've got the house with the Google Homes. Um, hot take, why didn't they all come with that? Um, I actually think it helps a lot with selling like the principle of Google Home. And I want one for my kitchen, but nowhere else. So we're going back to iPads now? So, no, it's that. It's literally oh, that, yeah. though. That, I like that. That's a good tweet. That's your tweet. <laughs> um, but uh, my second tweet in my tweet storm. <laughs> no, I think um, it's cool because it's like it is a permanent iPad for your kitchen. I think it's cool. Like, I'm always setting uh, up the iPad in there. Yeah, so um, iPad for every room now. But it's yeah. interesting because we went from speaker to, yeah. no, we need a screen. So yeah. we're, Especially right now we're back the, at iPads. Well, the use case in the kitchen becomes a lot clearer, I think, with a screen. Like, it's got uh, guided recipes and stuff. People can call you through it. It's got a camera. But it's crazy. They built in this cool privacy cover it's a physical fucking moving oh that's smart i want that in everything yeah i i don't have the assistance in my home because it's creepy to me yeah yes fair however i will say that i think the kitchen one will sell like batshit crazy because like hot cakes hot cakes. get it like yeah. hot takes hot cakes hot takes okay i'm not gonna put any music in it's just oh, oh, doing just doing this. okay frederica you're dead so it finally happened. It finally happened. Hip chat is going down. Oh my god! No, it went down many times. Actually, it was down all the time. Sorry, True. I interrupted. Oh my god! <laughs> so no. you mean? So the news is that Slack bought or teamed up with Atlassian on Hip chat. So Hip chat's gonna dissolve, hmm. right? Are they? Yeah. Yes. So I think I'm Slack not to bought the IP. And Atlassian bought some of Slack. Yes. Oh, I'm trying to resist so bad. Okay, yeah, go. Why do you, why are you... I've got a take. I'm not allowed to have a take until you're done telling the news. Is there more news to it? No. So <laughs> HipChat will go away is basically the news. And um, Stride, which was also oh, Atlassian. Yeah. yeah, okay, so Slack bought... Both. Both. But, but not Atlassian. No, not Atlassian. Yeah, too, got it. Ba- too bad, though. This literally happened Mis- at like 11pm last night when we were drinking. I think Atlassian's so. worth much, much more than Slack at this yes. point. Um, okay. For now. I don't know. My, uh, my take. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to think of the tweet I would make. Uh, holy shit, finally, is my tweet. My actual take is... Um, Slack is a genius because they actually convinced Atlassian to pay them to sell them uh, HipChat. They actually paid. 
Like Atlassian paid Slack money. Yeah, because they're investing. Yeah. Now they own part of Slack, which I think is I know, but it's still hilarious. They literally convinced their competitor to pay them money to get rid of it. Wow. (laughs) I mean, Slack is also paying them, like, to be clear. It's like a two-way payment. Yeah. But I have three micro tweets. (laughs) I think Stuart Butterfield's a genius. Yes. He's very good at his job. Um, Just see his tweets on it. Um, I wish Slack had also bought Confluence. And fixed it. <laughs> and Jira. And Jira. Oh yeah, man. I'm not a Jira fan. So maybe they should have just taken all of it last year. Okay. Yeah. I, I. It serves some people's. We're interrupting your Twitter me. thread. This is like Twitter IRL. It's like people just <laughs> at mentioning you. You're as the soon trolls as you in take. my comments. Shit. Continue. We'll get better at this. Um. I used to love Slack, and I'm getting to the place where I don't. I think it has a lot of issues for both productivity and for like the addiction mm. to technology. So I'm a little mixed feelings on like them still being a giant. I, mm-hmm. I want them to fix some of their like addiction problems and like causing more, yeah, more swirl than they're solving. But mm-hmm. overall, I'm really excited about this. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, that was like... Frederica, you get to have a tweet. Slack really needs to fix those things. Yeah, basically my first reaction is my tweet. Like, it finally happened. Perfect. I Like, I used to work at a company where they used HipChat. Oh, yeah. It felt really bad. It felt like a Slack ripoff. Twitter uses HipChat. What? Twitter uses HipChat. I'm just you, saying. You're saying so it's, it's really quiet. Weird. No, exactly. No, Twitter uses HipChat. Internally? Oh, yeah. But now they're on Slack. Well, soon, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. So how's that going to... I know this isn't... Well, they're form, all being forced. Like, Oh, okay, so there will be a transition. Yeah, there's a trend. Well, it's a transition of like six months. But the biggest actual is the biggest problem with this is actually a lot of HipChat's customers are on premise, like self hosted. You can run HipChat in oh. your building. Yeah. Because it's a big problem for That's a lot of companies. That's the reason why a lot of people use are, HipChat. Yeah, I get it. I, it's a big. As soon as you get over a thousand employees, you don't like it suddenly is a question of like, where is this data? Yeah. Um, I think that's why Uber built their own. Yeah, exactly. It's the same with all these companies. Like Stripe has something as well. It's literally why that company used HipChat because yeah. they have better tools to secure it. They had like two-factor auth- authentic user management tools. Authentic. Yeah. <laughs> two-factor is all you need to say. Words. It's so hard does to get this, incoherent. Does this give an opening for like Microsoft, Facebook, oh, and yes. Google to come in and? also do this if anything this i think this means that everybody will see how hot the space is and how small the window is and just start pouring money into that hole but it's also very hard because i guess facebook for work also tried to do this yep without chat though it's like less real time yeah but like they are still kind of in the same corner where they try to be a communication tool between yeah co-workers and what i find interesting is what you also brought up is that zach what you also brought up is that it's very addictive, yeah. and it's kind of like it used. It, it was brought in as a antidote for male, and it turns out to be like more like it's heroin. more noisy. Yeah, <laughs> it's just it's even worse. It's male, but worse. We solved email with. Heroin. I also think that yeah, like it's like on steroids. It's yeah. email on steroids. I feel like I'm on the string. Well, it also all needs the time. like <laughs> it needs harassment tools, yo. Like yeah. Um, I have seen them a number of times getting public debates about this where people are like, I need to be able to block somebody on Slack. And the other people are like, like Slack will reply saying, we're not going to do that. You work at a company. Why would you be able to block an employee? And then they reply, well, what if the employee is harassing me? And then they're like, well, you should go to your manager. And then I'm like, yeah, but that's not always effective. Right. Like 
it's not how it works if you don't want that person to message you you shouldn't be able to anyway I think this is our lightning round. It was not lightning, but we did pretty I good. Had a, I had some questions. I, I, like, I just think there's just a lot of different things that Slate needs to address. Um, I think it was maybe a little overhyped. That was a big problem with them. Um, it's so hot in here. Let's, like... The next episode, I'm going to do a Twitter poll and have you two Oh, my God. Vote. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm going to give you two options. Oh, my God. Amazing. Okay, so uh, if you enjoyed this, please review us on your favorite podcast place, which is iTunes, probably. Uh, please review us there. We would love it. If you didn't enjoy it, please tell us why. It's always interesting to know. Hi at chargepodcast. You can let us know. Hi at chargepodcast.com. Otherwise, come and hang out in the Discord. There's always a link. And the show notes are at chargepodcast.com. We got good at doing them. I and think if that's you it. live somewhere with a heat wave, I'm really sorry. We feel yeah, you. Yeah, literally, right now I feel it. It's terrible. Yeah, I'm, I've, I've come to the acceptance Yeah, me phase. too. But this is a very small room. Okay. Thank you so much for listening. Bye, Biscuits, for now. Bye, Biscuits friends!